Yes, yes, y'all. It's been a long time coming. The Last of Us review of episodes 7, 8, and 9. Gentlemen, how are you? Doing really good, man. I'm excited to talk about these three, these last three, this trilogy of episodes. The trilogy. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> yeah. So first, let's start it off and shout out to the creators of the show Let's uh, and the composer too. Um, but yeah, shout out to Neil Druckmann, um, Craig Mason, uh, Craig Mason, and then shout out to Gustavo Santolaya, who made the soundtrack for the game originally and lended some of his talent for the show too. I think those three things, and, and of course everybody else together was made a standout show. But yeah, those those three elements really made the magic happen, in my opinion. If I was Craig, I'd say amazing. I'm so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I just think it's cool how he, yeah, he was riding high off that uh, Chernobyl show, and HBO just gave him whatever choice he wanted to make, and he decided to make that. So it, it's funny because oh, he, they said uh, at the very beginning that. He told Neil Druckmann, basically, you know, I got him in my pockets. We can make it happen. So that's cool. So the yeah, first. Man. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, yeah, man. Uh, great show through and through. And just really excited to talk about these last three episodes. What a way to build to the finale, man. It was, it was great all the way through, in my opinion. So where we left off last time was. Joel had gotten stabbed and he's in a coma. Basically, right? He's in a coma. Yeah. <laughs> and um, that led into the DLC Left Behind, which is a little backstory episode for Ellie. And it centers around her and her adventures with her friend Riley. But they added a little bit of extra content to this. Uh, they show her at Fedra School. Yeah, I really enjoyed that little extra tidbit they threw there in the beginning mm-hmm. just to kind of give Ellie even more depth to the character, you know, um, from the way she was raised, you know, running around that track. Yeah. She, what she, what did she have, a Walkman? Right? And yeah. yeah. Chilling yeah. with the Walkman and... Uh, Pop the girl comes over and starts some stuff, and she just decks her, <laughs> picking on her. Yeah, and much like any other time, we've all been to the principal's office. It kind of sets the scene for her, and I really like the uh, the setup that I guess the I guess I'll say principal or the director kind of has, and he he tells her like, "I see a lot of good in you. I see that you can either have this," and he's like waving the keys, or you can go do something else. And so it shows that people around her see that she's like an intelligent person, has potential, but still has like a rebel streak. Yeah. Yeah. But Don't we all with the rebel streak? <laughs> the rebellious stages of our lives. Yeah. So they kind of do a little foreshadowing with saying that and as we progress through these next couple of episodes, we'll dive into that. But yeah, he's letting her know, hey, you got something. And 
you you're basically your life is what you make it. You can be a leader or you can be a follower. Um or you can be worse than a follower. You could be stuck doing all the the crap jobs that nobody else wants to do. Yeah, that's literally what he says. You can do this or you can have the Yeah. You do this the easy way or the hard way. The choice is yours. Okay, slick back. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's uh, what's his name, Fleece Johnson. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Who is a real person, by the way? But uh, yeah. So they cut back to, or they cut to her at night in her room after having that discussion with. I forgot the gentleman's name now. It's, it feels like it's so long ago since I've watched it. But uh, they cut back to they cut to her in her room, and just like the game, Riley pops in through the window and surprises her. While the combat posters on the wall. Yeah, that, that was my favorite part about that scene—the way they threw that Mortal Kombat poster in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. it it kind of throws back to when she was mentioning it before in one of the earlier episodes. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So then she, uh, Riley comes in and she asks, you know, tells her, hey, I want to take you out. I have a good time. Um, what was it? How many wonders was it? I always forget this. Yeah, we forgot about this. It was like eight wonders. Yeah, or something yeah, like that. I think so. And. and you know, little little inside baseball here to our listeners. We've had the pleasure of recording this twice because the first time the uh, recording got really bad. So <laughs> this is a redo. But uh, it happens. It happens. But um, anyway, yeah. So she basically says, "Hey, let's go to the mall, or let's let's go somewhere." She even tell her it's the mall. I don't I don't recall. And they're gonna go look at. These wonders. She's gonna show her these wonders, and it was so four, four wonders. It was four. Mm-hmm. Where did I get eight. I'm thinking because I'm thinking of like the ninth the wonder, eight wonders eight, of the eight world. wonders of the world. And yeah. I was going to say ninth wonder, the producer, <laughs> <laughs> hip hop. Um, yeah. So they go to the mall, and I mean, what I really dug about that is that it's almost, uh, gosh, scene for scene, what you see in the game. I do have a question. That part where they walked past that, I think it was a soldier um, who they found with like the, the, the liquor and the sleeping bottle. When they go into that. the mall? Yeah, I don't recall that part. Was that part of the game? I don't either. I was thinking of more of the backdrop and the way the mall looked. I mean, even heck, even, even Ellie's room, I think, looked kind of like that in the game as well. Nah, yeah. Those little details. Um, now... Riley didn't look exactly like Riley in the game, but you know the actress did a solid job. So, um, yeah, there's a there's a fun dynamic there. You see that they have a friendship established, and they're they're crossing the buildings like Spider Man. Yeah, just uh, just you know, just walking around, just trying to kind of set the background and the tone for the episode for the episode, really. Yeah, and then when they break into the mall, it's like this great reveal because. These kids have never seen a mall active before. And it's like, it is like a miracle that they can just power on this whole thing. And it's just like a turnkey mall for them. Yeah. 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 It was boarded up, right? They weren't allowed like in the malls at all. You know, not only to see one up and running, but just never seen anything like that. All those stores. And it's, it's, you know, this is probably me overthinking it, but you would think 
they wouldn't have enough juice left to be able to power on a mall. It's a yeah, lot of it's, stuff. It's a Fedra town, right? So it's mm. government run. So they have better access and like uh, that town we'll talk about uh, what uh, in Wyoming, I think. Uh, a little like Jackson. Mm. Or is it Jackson, yeah. yeah. Uh, when, we, when we get there. So, you know, they just have better resources than that. Yeah, that's fair. That's what yeah, I kind of. It's just talking. very. It's just plot armor. That's what it is. It's just <laughs> convenient for the story. This town, this town's put together pretty much, and there's still a mall that you can run a power a power drop to. Hey, don't focus but on either that. way. Focus on the story. Yeah, that's what they're telling you with that. <laughs> and I think it was it was easy for this episode to get lost in the story and not ask all those questions. I think it was a good like a sidetrack. There was like two sidetracks in this season. Mm-hmm. And this one this one was, I guess, more faithful to the game because it still draws from the source material from the game. Yeah. I liked it. It was a good it was a good not a segue, but a good like side quest. Just, you know, because you have you have it all set up to where it will go back eventually into the present day. But it's nice to establish like why Ellie is the way she is or what she had experienced before these whole events. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and it's nice. It's a nice episode. It's like a it's like an easy breather compared to most of these episodes. They've been all stressful, but this one at the beginning was just you know it was a story of like young love and a couple of other things. Yeah, letting her letting showing her being a kid again, innocent, right? Yeah, that, uh, that innocence. Actually, yeah, yeah, actually, somewhat time as innocent be, as you can be. Yeah, and this time and the way they're being raised. Yeah, um, but yeah, so they're they get in the mall, they turn it on. And it's it's funny. The first thing that wows Ellie is what the, <laughs> the escalators, like moving so, stairs, <laughs> so menial to us, right? Like, uh, right, yeah. Yeah. don't touch it. Like when you get on an escalator, don't touch the rail. Now it's like just <laughs> lit her up, <laughs> Riley. That's not even one of the wonders, but we can add it to the list, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. She's just like, oh, they keep going. That shows you that that generation is just so removed from where the world was before. Mm-hmm. Never seen an airplane flying in the sky kind of people, you know? Right. Like So, yeah, uh, the escalator was amazing for Ellie. And, yeah, the whole thing was was just uh, it was kind of poking at the viewer, too, letting them know that, you know, this world is gone. These kids have never seen these things. So this is what's amazing. Right. That, that like, you, like you said, Trey, uh, that innocence – just the wow, marvel at it, marvel at it. So, the first wonder, um, I'm trying to remember what it was now. The uh, carousel that oh, I thought that was second. Am I wrong? Uh, I thought it was the carousel. You might be right. I know they like went through all the stores and they saw things like I remember them seeing like the Victoria's Secret. Mm-hmm. Um, and stuff, but I don't think any of those are wonders. I think the first thing they get to is the uh, is a carousel, and then you know it's their first little uh, hint at a a young romance. Mm-hmm. Really, that was in there. It was a uh, it's a very nice moment. I think <laughs> they're sitting there on the carousel. Taking shots of or sips, they ain't taking shots. Taking little yeah. sips of the yeah. of the liquor and just <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the bottle that they got off the dead guy. Yeah, yeah. They're like, well, I mean, he ain't gonna be using it. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, try this out. See what the adults are doing. 
It's, it's kind of magical. Yeah, that was, a, yeah, that was the first one. The second wonder was the uh, photo booth, which is pretty important in the game too. That, that has that whole scene where they're taking pictures. Yeah. Well, get, real quick, before we move to the second wonder completely, there was that little look that Ellie kind of oh, yeah. gives Riley as she's going through the carousel. Like, mm-hmm. I see you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think, I think we've all been there as teenagers having our first date at the mall or the movies or the mall movies. Yeah. You know, this is <laughs> yeah. one of those looks like, all right, I'm impressed. What else you got? Okay. I think I like, like you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I like it in that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So now. Yeah. There's a lot of that. The, the, the photo booth, which, you know, it's kind of like lady in the tramp with the, with the spaghetti and the meatball, right? Moving closer, a little bit, a little bit closer. Yeah. Not not quite as close as what happens in that scene, but you get what I'm saying. Like it's all right. Let's take some crazy pictures together. Let's take some really nice pictures together. So yeah, that was again, that was a cute little moment. It's cool little again a normal kid in the mall moment. Mm-hmm. It's nice, man. I honestly have forgotten about those personally. It's like oh yeah, we used to do that too. Yeah. You, they're really out of date because what do you do now? You just take a picture with your phone. Yeah, it's like, why am I going to pay a machine to do this? I can just. It's it's kind of a novelty thing that those things you'll find at like a uh, maybe a Dave and Buster's or a, a main event, someplace like that. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. they still make these. Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you. I bet you anything they just email the pictures to your phone now because that device probably can do that right they're like hey we'll text you and then we'll have your number and send you a whole bunch of promo yeah forever but that's that's beside the point right yeah that was i also wanted to mention that the carousel they're playing that very uh that 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 musical version of the cure just like heaven i think it was yeah 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 it sounded like it was played on xylophone or bells or something but yeah that was kind of cool i did not catch that wow yeah. All right. It's secure. I was like, hey, it's secure. My spooky goth uh, radar turned on. I was like, hey, that's secure. <laughs> I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been waiting for a force to kick on. <laughs> oh, pom, pom. I love that song. Pom, pom. <laughs> do, and that would have been. That would have been later. Yeah. Or the or burn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we should talk about the crow on Halloween. Yeah, we should. That's a suggestion. Um, yeah. So. There's there's that fun, heartwarming, touching moment. Then we move into a third wonder. Uh, oh, that was the arcade. Yeah, that's where. No, that was the that was the last one, wasn't no, it? That, the no, was the like, last no. one was where they're at at the end. Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Um, so yeah, this is this is the third one here, or the and fourth this, one if you count the escalators and you make five. Uh, <laughs> yeah, true. True. Yep. So this is where again. They make a deep cut within the show, reference to uh, Mortal Kombat because they play. Mortal yeah, they Kombat, actually play the game, yeah. which is interesting. Because now that you mention that, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. She had a Mortal Kombat poster. Did she just like the poster? Or did she actually play the game? Now you guys are making me think. I feel like I this is just had. This was at least Ellie's first time playing the game because I'm pretty sure she lost like mm. the first couple of times my real question is like where they get the quarters um but <laughs> well she could open up the change machine she had to just bust it open yeah uh, yeah that's true yeah 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 they did that on the on the episode but also like 
yeah, Mortal Kombat just gave me waves of nostalgia. I was like the loudest arcade machine in the room. Like whenever you go to an arcade and when they turn on, it just goes, wow. It's like, oh, dude, I'm taking back like two. That one in uh, Ninja uh, Turtles was loud too. Yeah. Like just big arcade attractions. Yeah. Like they don't even have that anymore. I don't even know if y'all remember like the Pear Apple County Fair here in town. God, that was like a big, that was a big place that had arcade games like to the walls. Oh, man. Yeah. That was a uh, man. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I vaguely remember it, man. It's, God, that hasn't been around since, like, For a long 99, time. 99, right? Yeah. 98? Yeah. Yeah. And since, like, before I started school, yeah. But that that gave me those feelings of just, like, being little, playing games, having a good time. And, yeah, and you get you get that first slice of not all is good in the kingdom, like, there in, at the arcade because it pans out to the... Uh, to the infected guy that's bolted up to the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, ooh, I hear noises. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of twitches a little bit. Yeah, yeah it kind of gives you that indication that, ooh, this is gonna pay off later. He pulled the uh the prince and the Dave Chappelle move. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he did a little twitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised. I wonder if like Fedra or the Fireflies went through and cleared that place out and they just missed that guy because yeah, I'm, I'm surprised there's not. Uh, I'm just surprised there's not more um, infected in the building with all them loud lights and noises. That is rather surprising, you know. And just as a, another thought on that, uh, to add to what you're saying, Trey, is I didn't really notice his clothes because the reason why I bring that up because now I'm wondering, like, was that a Fedra guy who just left, who was infected, was like, I'm going here. Well, Nobody was, goes to the mall. Yeah. I'll be by myself. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, true. Yeah, and, t- and to be honest, he wasn't like a clicker, so he hadn't been there too long. Because over time, they just become wasn't he? Clickers. He wasn't a clicker. He no. was just infected. Yeah, no, he, he was, he was kind of. Yep. Yeah, runner. he was a runner, just with a little bit more of a flourish on his head. Yeah, but yeah. He he hadn't been there too long, so th- those questions are, are food for thought. Yeah. Yeah. So, moving along, they go to the food court. And that's where Ellie discovers the pipe bombs and whatever yeah. that she's making and finds out that the reason why she wanted to take her out is because she's going to Atlanta for Fedra. And she wanted to see, uh, she being Riley, excuse me, Riley wanted to see Ellie one last time. But then also make the proposal, like, trying to roll? <laughs> yeah, that's where that discussion of, like, black and white shows up, too. They're, like, on different sides of this thing. Mm-hmm. And they're they're both indoctrinated. They're both little kids. So they don't really know what, like, the gray areas are. So one of them's taking a hard stance against it. The other one's like, it's not that bad. And they bring up Marlene in passing. But, yeah. you know, there are... There's a division now there because of the sides that they chose to be on. And that's like the first, uh, that's the first indication of them kind of just having a disagreement. And it has a like break up with a girlfriend at the mall kind of thing feel. But yeah, she walks away. She walks away. You have a long cut of her just walking all the way down back to the entrance where they, where they, where they broke in. (laughs) And then she hears that scream. Yep. Yep. And the scream ends up being a little fake. Uh, graveyard Halloween toy kind of thing. It's basically like a spirit store that she's at or a, uh, oh, what's the Halloween place? Spirit. Yeah, the spirit store. Oh, yeah. Okay. It is spirit. Okay. I was going to say hot topic, but yeah. 
It's definitely not. That's the year-round Halloween store. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but I was going to point out, too, it's interesting how Riley gets very uh, small, like, in that moment when she's kind of defeated. Like, she's a big, boisterous personality, and when it doesn't go her way or she might have met some opposition, she gets real small, and she's crouched up, like, when Ellie comes back to the Halloween store trying to save her. But even then, she's just still kind of sitting there, like, defeated, like, this was the last wonder. Well, you know, and I think part of it, because she didn't want to hurt her, you know, we we noticed what we noticed in the vibes, right? I mean, we also have all had the advantage of playing the game, but I think even Ray Charles could have seen that, you know, there was a, <laughs> there's a little bit of romance in the air. So yeah, young love, it's, it's tumultuous. <laughs> Part-time lover. Yes, I know. That's Stevie Wonder. Don't, don't kill me. But they, uh, what was the song that they played on the on the uh, Walkman? Oh man, I, mean, I, I forgot. I totally it was just forgot. a. Yeah, it was just a fun dance song, and it sets up that whole thing. You know, like they put on their weird masks and start dancing. It's just very uh, awkward teenage vibes. I don't remember. Did they wear the mask in the DLC? Or did they just I dance? no? I, I think they just danced in the okay. DLC. Um, and one thing about that last part that you're talking about, um, I think she talks about asking Marlene if Ellie can go and her shutting them down. Like, nah, she can't go. Which I wonder was if it was a just no, you can't go because you're a soldier and that's not how you roll. Or if Marlene remembers. For her. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, Marlene remembers Ellie from, you know, she's got to know her history, right? Well, she does. So, which you find out later. So, just some food yep. for thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, they're dancing, shaking their booties, having a good time. And then the magical kiss happens. Oh, gosh, guys. It was just so, it was so beautiful. I know, I know, <laughs> I know you covered your eyes and, and bit your pillow when you saw no. it. <laughs> <laughs> covered my eyes and bit my pillow. Wow. <laughs> something like that <laughs> wow but yeah it was a it, show, it shows that they're you know that they do have more than just a friendship right and then when she kisses her she's like uh what is it ellie kisses riley she has that oh snap i did that to you and then riley's like yeah nah shorty i liked it <laughs> <laughs> i didn't tell you to stop uh, uh. And so you're like, oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> right. And That'd be a beautiful hear, ending, right? If it right. wasn't The Last of Us. Then you hear, of course, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> and the effect that comes out and attacks them. Yeah, dude. It's such a fast scene. It's like crazy and messy, and the camera works masterful right there because it, it captures that chaos, man. And it goes down quick. You know? I mean, that whole, like you said, yeah. that's that whole situation, like it goes from awe to awe, shit. Like really fast, <laughs> like you're just going. Oh yeah. shit! No, no, that's not good. That's not good. Run away! Yeah, it reminds you what show you're watching. Yeah, it's very on brand for the for the IP to yeah. do something like that. But yeah, they have that moment where they realize that yeah, we defeated this thing, but we're both bit now, and that's like the worst feeling in the world. Like you see Ellie's rage come out, and I think for the first time you see Ellie express like a very like inordinate amount of range. She's like breaking all the, all the glass on the display cases. Yeah. And you see, once again, you see Riley gets small again. Well, you know, 
that's because they got scratched, bit, whatever. So we kind of yeah. we kind of we kind of skip straight to that. But yes, they kill the infected. They both reveal that they've been hit, bit, scratched by this infected, and then they decide rather than taking matters into their own hands or one do the other plus themselves. They're just going to let it ride out and see what happens. And the episode ends. And excuse me, you're right. You're right. Well, let me, let me, for those of you who can't see us, uh, Carr shook his head. No, because I got a little bit ahead of myself. Let me make a minor correction in the game. It's done. They don't actually show her. You don't know what happened. You know, Riley turns and obviously is not around anymore. But they don't show that Ellie killed her or she killed herself or anything like that. However, in the TV show, they kind of let you leave on that note and then go back to Ellie reviving Joel. Yeah. And I, I think you can kind of infer there at that moment that she was thinking about the last time she lost somebody she loved right. in that whole moment where she, where she makes, she makes a very quiet choice to either just either abandon Joel or go back and try and help him. And I think in that moment, when she has that flashback, however brief it is, she makes that decision to try and do whatever she can to save him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she finds like a needle and thread in a drawer and sews that poor dude back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which leads us into episode seven yeah this episode Sorry, episode was eight very <laughs> yeah yeah this episode was good i liked it i think best pre-finale you can get like when it comes like, you know like on a like on an episode before a finale you get a little bit of heat you get a little bit of excitement just before the season finale this was like a perfect blend of all those things and there's a lot going on there. I, I know the yeah, word man. penultimate. Is it intended to be like a, a sizzle word? It's just what it is, you know, second to last thing. Yeah. But this was a this was the penultimate episode. Um to me, that was the best episode since probably the first, or maybe, you know, the two that had Sam and uh Henry. Those are those are pretty high up too for this yeah. season. But, you know, you you go to Ellie, who's hunting, and trying to find food for she and Joel. They're out there, holed up in the in the winter, wherever they are. Uh, they're I forgot where they are. They're, they're, are they still in Colorado? Yeah, they are in Colorado. They're out there in Colorado. She's trying to hunt for a a deer, spots it, kills it, or shoots it, excuse me, and it runs off. So now she's got to trail the deer. And that's where there is a little bit of a complication. Yeah, because I think it's... Earlier in that episode, they really kind of give you the overview. Does it open or when does it cut to that shot where they have that banner on the wall? Um, It's a little later. Is that a little later? It's a little later. When they're talking about. uh, Yeah. 
Yeah, because they don't even introduce the characters until they run into Ellie. No, because yeah. they have that. No, I thought they had that town meeting, um, and the dude questioned him, and then he's like, "We're going, we're going hunting." And then that's where oh, they yeah, you're right. Make the connection yeah, they, to Ellie because they have like that town meeting, and they're talking about yeah, the passing, right. and she's like, "When are we going to bury my dad?" He's like, "The ground's too hard." No, that that part is later, maybe. There's two scenes like that. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, though. yeah, because there wasn't there was an introduction to the community before they converge on Ellie. Yeah, you know? and yeah, but yeah, that that cuts away while Ellie's kind of frantically trying to track this deer or elk or whatever it is. Okay, I could yeah, if it opens they, that or if, if that where it gets into. Um, yeah, I can't remember either. It's been it's been weeks since I watched the episode. <laughs> no, I think that's how it went because you do. You do get the introduction to what's going on in the area with the people at that, at that resort. Right. You know? Yes. So the young Joel lady's David. looking for justice because the man that Joel killed, protecting himself, mind you, was her dad. And yeah. she says that David, who's the leader of these people, you know, she wants, what are, we, what are they going to do about the man that killed her father? She wants her revenge, basically. And she gets slapped. By David. He's like, chill, player. Chill. I have a plan. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, hey, see, it has that it's banner. Uh, and, and when I'm, we are all in need, he shall provide. Yeah. And, and yeah, I'm being, I'm, uh, you know, I'm being a little silly about it, but he, he is a, on the surface, calm leader. And usually, in shows and movies like this, there's always a catch. But he's just he's just very even. Even though even when he after even after he slaps her, he's just like, calm yourself. You know? Like it's 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 eerie. Yeah, there's a there's a duology in him. Oh, absolutely. Or a duality, right? Yeah, there's a duality in him and he leans heavy onto the faith and you can see that on the outward surface, he's like a man of God and he has these people wrapped around his finger because he has like a calming fatherly presence for the most part yeah. until, until things get bucked, you know? Yeah. But that's, that's when we get him still putting on that facade. Whenever he meets Ellie, he's like the, he's like the master kind of negotiator in those situations. He's like an icy kind of guy who can navigate through these waters and yeah, they're, they form a hunting party to try and go out in there and they find this, they find this dead animal and to him it's just uh strengthening his his call for faith in his people yeah and the people and the people just kind of you know take that as a plus for him in his in his kind of points so that that all happens and it kind of raises morale a little bit where they find this animal but also they find the kid who did the bad thing or who was with the guy who did the bad thing to somebody of their flock and that is that is not known at that time but you find that through the scene developing and shout out to Troy Baker. He was a good guest character on the show. That's the original Joel. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it was really, it was really cool to see him. Another one of those finger pointing at my screen. I was like, Hey, that's Troy Baker. Yeah. The, so that was fun. The, what is it? Uh, the, what's his name? Uh, Leonardo. The Leo. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, eh, yeah. <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> but yeah, that was really cool. And you see it set up just like in the game. Like she is pointing guns at these grown men, just really putting on a big, tough kind of uh, exterior. Yeah, barking them around trying to get stuff to happen, and like, like, keep yeah, Troy Baker goes away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
back up. Yeah, she's she's yeah, she's swearing at him. She's just you know trying to be bigger than what she is. And once again, David's cool like a cucumber. He mm-hmm. Tells tells uh tells his uh, hunter guy his name was James. Yeah, tells him to go go get some penicillin. They make like this weird little trade arrangement for them to get the half of the deer or what what have you. So that that sets the scene for those two characters to be alone inside of a inside of like an abandoned house. And I remember in the game that scene, I hated that whole section because there was like runners and clickers and bloaters and everything going on before it went to the next part of the story. But this one was just a little bit of alliteration, like a little bit of story, a little bit of pushing. And yeah, they're gathered around the fire. They talk and then you see, you hear that David knows who she is (laughs) and brings up who she was with and what had been done. And that freaks out Ellie, like freaks her out to the point where she's about to run. But you get James back into that house, pointing a gun at her. Yeah, he got the drop on her. Yeah, they got the drop on her and David cuts it. Yeah, David cuts it short. He's like, don't do that. Give him the penicillin to run. Because he knows he had already set the set the pace for this whole thing. He was going to go with his party to go track her down. Yeah, he's like, no, 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 let her have it. Because the end game is we're going to kill the guy that killed our guy. Yeah, so they were just going to have her lead lead them to, to, to Joel. So and say he's pretty uh, hungry for justice. Yeah, and he's just very skilled like that. You can see he's got a lot of moving parts to his brain, and it's kind of scary. He's looking for a little... Justice with a side of spaghetti. <laughs> Shout out to uh, an old, 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 uh, not BuzzFeed. What were those videos back in the day? Vime- not Vimeo, like Daily Motion and all that. Nah, but I mean, if TikTok goes away. I think now is as good as time as any to bring Vines back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's what he's looking for little justice and Ellie goes back. She gives Joel the penicillin. She tells him, she gives him a gun and it's weird. Like they switch roles. Give him a knife, huh? Was it a gun or a knife? Sorry, it was a knife. You are correct. I said gun. Excuse me. Gives him a knife and she's just basically warning him. Hey, there's people coming. Protect yourself. I'm going to paraphrase because I can remember the exact words, but basically hey, stuff's about to get real. Anybody comes down here, do your thing. Go into kill mode. And what I was saying is funny is because they literally switch places where, you know, Joel would tell her to hide, but, you know, but maybe maybe protect yourself. She's saying, look, hide. Yes, protect yourself. So she's basically going to try to run interference and lead him away. And she gets out of Dodge. And she hops on that horse. And horse, she, horsepower, got horsepower. <laughs> that's right, all that horsepower. And she's she starts off strong. And you're like, okay, look at you, Ellie. All right, I see you. And then the horse gets popped. Yeah, just right into the middle of this whole thing. And <laughs> yeah. I'll say I'll say briefly, horses do not get a good fate in any of the Last of Us series. I'll just put that out there right now. Yeah. So we can touch back on that about a year, but damn, horses don't got it good in this world. Like, like if, but, if, uh, if you're a horse, you are not long for this world. Yeah, or if you're a horse person, sorry. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> like I have the but Yeah, that the, Go ahead. Yeah, what were you gonna say? I was gonna make a an MF Doom joke. I have the horse meat chalupa. 
But anyway, that's pretty much what happens. Yeah, they start, they blow that horse's head out, and then they have another animal that they can feed the the flock with, and then they kidnap Ellie. Well, they don't kidnap her; they just imprison her. Right, right. And then we get, we get, to, and then we get to the next big juicy scene of this community. You see a uh, somebody cutting up a mysterious red meat mm-hmm. and putting it into a magical stew, and. Yeah, I don't know about y'all, but that meat just looked off. Like when I saw it in frame and everything, it was just colored really bright red. It just didn't look good. It just it, there was every kind of effort on the editing and directorial uh, uh like efforts to just like make this thing look unappealing for a reason too. Well, you know, and I think about it now. So in retrospect, the mom of the or sorry, the wife of the man who was killed by Joel asked, what kind of meat is this? David just says, venison. Oh, wow. That's crazy. That was her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. But just, you know, the way she asked it, like you don't, you don't think anything of it at the time unless, and and I'd forgotten that, you know, spoiler, well, not even spoiler. They're cannibals. That's why the meat looks a little funny. They're eating, (laughs) they're eating people. And so, when you think about it now, her asking that question, it was to drop that hint on you like, yeah, it looks funny, doesn't it? Does that look like venison to you? Mmm. I hope no, they sir. caught my hungry for justice joke earlier. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah, dude, that that is a part that sticks out to me the most in this episode that they made that they made that very concentrated like choice to show you that as a viewer, like, oh, this is kind of funny. Something strange. Like that ain't right. That ain't right. And you see a you see a shift in dynamic. Well, no, you don't see a shift in dynamic power. You see a power that comes out of David during their their dinner time, and that's the heavy part. Like that's when you kind of see the community is uh, not only following him; they're a little bit of a they're a little bit afraid of him because he uh, they don't eat before he does. Yes, he, he sits down in front of the he sits down in front of the young lady that he smacked in front of the mom and everything and. Yeah, as soon as he, they say their prayer and do everything, every, it's go time and everybody's chowing down. And I don't know, like I feel like the sound design too was also intentionally made to gross you out because you're just plates clacking. You hear a bunch of stuff. You hear meat. <laughs> like you hear people eating. And usually that should sound like a warm kind of inviting thing. But since you kind of get these like like clues about what's happening, it really just grosses you out. Well, oh, yeah. grossed me out at least. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean – it, yeah, and good good call out on the uh, we wait for the leader to eat. You know, it's like giving the okay. I, I'm pretty sure the ones who didn't know had an idea. And this ain't no meat I ever eaten. <laughs> yeah, there was like six people in that room that were going, all right, let's just eat. Yeah. You know? I don't know, man, but with a, a, sheen, a scene they show later um, in the episode, I, I, I kind of question that because they had um, – they had like stacks of bodies. Yeah, a lot of people like hung up like deer. Yeah, like medicine, like getting prepared. And yeah, you saw that too. So it's got to be something they've done before. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's real deliberate. It's real deliberate how they show you all these things and how it's kind of a quiet, open secret, you know. But to get to that room, it goes back to um, Joel having to defend himself with that uh, that knife that. Uh, Ellie gives him. I, mm-hmm. This is one of my favorite like parts of 
the episode for sure, but the maybe like one of my favorite Joel moments in the series. Like it just shows you his brutality and the game about, itself. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. It parallels that really well. Yeah, it does. Yeah, but he is—he's just on survival instinct at this point. <laughs> True, fight or flight is real activated with him right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rather him than me. But yeah, he just wakes up from his stupor and just is magically somewhat better to walk around and perform crazy acts of violence on these people. And then one of my favorite scenes from the game comes up like pretty much scene for scene in this where he stabs that guy in the knee. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Pop your yeah, kneecap man. off. Show me where, where your, your town is on the map. Show yep. me where the resort's the whole at. knife with the map. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the same thing he did to those um, old people um, a couple episodes ago. Was that beginning episode six, I think? Yes. Um, yeah. When he catches them in their cabin. But this was like, like you see how he really played that. He was giving them the the easy level. They weren't you know, there's no problems there. This, yeah, this was something that he had done before many times, and it's really cool to see it play out in two kind of different levels of intensity. And it, yeah. it one, you know, going back to episode six with those two people real quick, the way they acted was so nonchalant, like they're like, Look, we're old man, this world sucks. If you're gonna do it, do it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Compared to these guys that he's torturing, her like, no, man, no, bro, no. <laughs> that old lady was funny, man. <laughs> yeah, she was. Um, but it's just crazy, man. He gets that guy to point to the spot on the map and kills him. He's like, yeah, he 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 was telling the truth. He would have told you the truth. He would have told you the truth. Yeah, I believed him. Pop, kills the other guy. Well, when that guy said, I'm not telling you anything. Oh, is that what oh, he sorry, said? That's what he said to the yeah. yeah that's the, the guy said it to Joel. I'm not telling you anything. It's like it's all right. It's all right. right. I believe him. I believe him. Yep. Boom. Out of there. Yep. Out. Out. And then you get to the the town, or going back to showing the town, and Ellie having mind games be played with her by David, and they kind of show some other tendencies when her hands on the prison bar and he touches her hand real softly and then she breaks his finger to which he has to grab her and slam her head against the pole and, or the the bars and uh yeah uh, that 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 scene was a slow burn chill i liked it you know that was I don't remember that scene in the game as much because it's been so long. But the way they played it out, I was like, where is this going? I'm intrigued. And I didn't was that get- before or after she tried to steal the keys? Um, she tried to steal the keys, right? Or was she, that just in the game? She, did, she, she tried to steal the keys, uh, I think, by breaking his finger. If I'm, not mis- yeah, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Was that all together? Okay. Yeah. 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 Yep. But yeah, it shows you that that other layer of David, that that stuff where he starts kind of maybe trying to groom her a little bit. Yeah. I don't want to use that word. But yeah, he says all these weird affirmation things like, oh, I know you're smart. We could do this together. Yeah. Another it, person who yeah, sees right. something in her next episode. Yeah. Last episode. Another one of those things. Yeah, you see how that can be used against somebody, but she's just too savvy for all that and what she's been through, especially she just knows what's going on. And yeah, she tries to make her breakout right there and 
doesn't work. And yes. then also she sees an ear on the floor. So that really confirms to you that, oh man, they're eating people. <laughs> yeah. She calls that out. You sick fuck. You're eating people. <laughs> uh, uh, leaves nothing to the imagination. Nah, I was, uh, that's, that was a great part of the, like great part of the thing. And then that's when the heater decides like, okay, nah, she's got to go. Yep. Like, yeah. Okay. She's got to go. She knows too much. So they bring her out too on the, uh, the cutting board, <laughs> cutting room floor or cutting room table. And, uh, she did a great job of getting herself free by killing Troy Baker's character, James. Uh, yeah, dude. Did a great job with the mind games. It wasn't really mind games. I'm infected. I'm infected. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And get him to stop swinging that goddamn butcher knife and then takes advantage of it once they start looking at the bite and realize, oh, she she is bitten. But even David's like, wait a minute. Like, this old bite, people turn in two hours. What the hell's going on? <laughs> What's up with you? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, that was a very clever move on her part to break up the pace of all that. But yeah, it got her her moments where she can uh, cause a little chaos. She said, I will survive. Yeah, and and it's really cool. And that scene kind of breaks up a little bit, and you see Joel just going on his rampage in the snow. Mm-hmm. And he's going hard. He's going like 11. When he makes that discovery in, mm-hmm. the, uh, in the freezer, so to speak, you see the yeah. horse in there. And then you see humans hanging. It's like, that's I think where the deer was like on a table. Say again. And I said, I think the deer was like on a table. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Their kill shed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I say the freezer, but I mean, everything was frozen in there. So technically, yeah, you're right. Yeah. The frozen kill shed. Chop them up. Yeah, and he sees her table. backpack. He sees her backpack, so he gets that call to action within himself to try and save her, and he's further kind of galvanized by that. And you see him kind of head back out and try and find her in this crazy cold and this pitch white. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just it's it, that scene looks hard, man. Like that cold looks super cold. And I think they really did shoot it in the winter with a bunch of fans and stuff, so they're just freezing their butts off just trying trying to get these scenes. Yeah, I think they shot that in Canada. I might be wrong though. Yeah, Canada. like in a real Arctic winter. Yeah, yeah, dude. And it, it's great, man. I love when practical effects come into play for shows like this because you don't have to edit in a bunch of snow. <laughs> yeah, or uh, get a snow blowing machine or whatever, like the fake snow. Yeah, yeah, they look cold, man. They look cold and look like it hurt. Yeah, I'm sure it did. So now the hunt is on, the chase is on, and this was one of my most favorite set pieces. Even though it's small, that's just the diner. I recall most of this scene from the game, and I thought they did a fantastic job of recreating the feel of and the look of that diner from the game. That was great. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, you, get, you, yep. you got that that panic. Mm-hmm. You know, at this point, like it was, it had the great look, but you still felt that panic for for Ellie being chased over by this crazy man. Like, oh man, it was great. It was again, the recreations are just mind blowing. So you know, there's a fun fact about. Go ahead, or, go ahead, man. You got it. Where's a fun fact about that set piece? They set it up to to burn for a long time. Like all the parts that were on fire were made of uh, fireproof materials. And the way they get the fires, they pipe it in with propane. So it was kind of like a, like when you see like those Amish fireplaces that burn forever with the wood, it was just like that, but just set up mm. in a room. 
So it's kind of cool. That's kind of cool that they managed to just do that without uh, having to get the fire marshals involved too much. <laughs> yeah, or actually spend your money on a set and burn it down. Yeah, four times. Yeah, like oh man, so, we messed up. All right, let's build this room again. <laughs> yeah, movie magic's cool. Or, uh, CG. I'm sorry, what were you gonna say? Yeah, yeah, same thing. Fake CG fire yeah. never is a winner. But yeah, I'm sorry, man. What were you gonna say? Oh, oh, all I was just gonna say was, um, the claustrophobic feel was awesome. You get cause yeah. you get that in the game because you you only have so much room to work in the diner. And you got this madman chasing you. Um, and that's why, if I can skip to the way I feel about this episode again, even though I mentioned it at the beginning, uh, that's the reason why it's probably my second favorite because it encompassed so many elements. You had uh, you had a little bit of, of uh, uh, what do you call it? I think we skipped a little bit at the beginning, didn't we? Of this episode, like how they, like when they, no, I'm sorry. I'm getting confused. I'm getting confused. Nope. I was thinking of uh, the episode before uh, Wyoming with the coffee. Anyway, so um, they do a good job of giving you a little action, suspense, horror. Uh, there's really no comedy here. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's nothing really jokey about this episode. It is heavier um but they just tackle so many elements and they have the layers you know you got hints at uh you got the cannibalism you got the religious thing right the culty kind of thing you know there's just a lot of different stuff that they hit and it never feels like too much and that's a testament to the original game but then also the 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 team for being able to convert what happened in the game to and a wider audience, those who don't care and never will care to play the game. So he's chasing Ellie and you're like, man, this dude is really getting after her. He's going to kill her, man. Like you, you, you actually feel like she really is in danger, you know, cause you ever watch, you watch shows and you, there's there, the, the hero or the per, the person you're rooting for is supposed to, they're supposed to win. You know, and it feels like they're supposed to win. You're never, to me, no offense. It's like watching the Marvel movie. I'm like, you know, even when Thanos snapped those people, it's like, they'll be back. <laughs> you know, you never really, like the stakes always feel low. You're like, well, they're going to be back. But this, I was like, man, if Ellie gets out of this, she's never going to be the same. You know? Yeah. And that's, that's pretty much what happens, dude. Like, yeah. That whole scene up to the point she's just so vulnerable and weak against this guy, and then something inside of her just snaps. Yep. And he's got her pinned. He professes, you know, not professes, but he's basically letting her know, like, hey, I want to start a life with you. We could have had it all. Right, right, right. Um, I, there's something that a quote that he said about love that I can't remember. You know, we do certain things. Yeah, we do stuff for love. Yeah. And he says, he keeps like reiterating that he's like a good person. Yes. Cause it's like, are you trying to convince me or are you trying to convince yourself? Yeah. Yeah. That's heavy, man. Like all that is the perfect blend for, for everybody to just stay at the edge of their seats up until Ellie finally handles the situation. And she snaps and she stabs and stabs and there's, Oh man, I got, I did get a little gross style. I was like, okay, I got it. He's dead. Now it happens like that in the game too. So 
you know, I'm not surprised, but I was still like, I didn't like it in the game too. I was like, I got it, man. Turn, you think about turn it, man. the sound That's effects like, down. <laughs> to very real realistic game right they want you to feel those things and that's a very realistic result to what could happen in that you know you get there you hit them mm-hmm. you hit them again to make sure but then like the action of doing that you just can't stop and it flashes back to even the violent outbursts that she had in the 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 seventh episode when they got big yeah. how she just loses it and starts breaking stuff and hitting stuff and keeps going until like ugh yeah, yeah, that's just a character trait that she has, and it sticks with her. But yeah, the end of all that, like, it doesn't even come down to Joel saving her. He just runs into her yeah. at the end of that when she's walking out of the building. And you're right, she has changed forever yeah. because of this situation. And 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 you you see the the dad come out. It's okay, baby girl. When she walks out yeah. of the diner, it's okay, baby girl. Wraps her up, and she's she's in the shock. She's in the daze. And he's trying to comfort her, and she's just, she's still in the moment, in that moment, not the moment that he's in, but she's still inside, in her mind. And he has to basically snap her out, like, yo, hey, we're here. I'm here. I made it. <laughs> yeah, that's where you see the dynamic shift right there. Which You see, uh, you see yeah. No, no, go ahead. Well, that's it. Yeah, I was gonna say, which is weird that it, it took so long for him to get there because it was like he was in that town. You know, it's like I guess all these things are happening so fast in in real time. Us for us as uh, the audience, it feels like forever because they're trying to tell a story, and then you're just in your mind like, "Where is this guy? Come on and save her!" You know. Yeah, it was a pretty heavy episode. Good ending to it. They're just kind of walking away in the snow and sets up the next one. Yeah, which, as mentioned, she's not the same. She's numb. They, yeah, and he is more, yeah, he's softer too. He, he's trying to be more like a father. He's trying to crack those dad jokes. He's trying to make her laugh a little bit. Trying to be like, hey, kid, hey, you know, how you doing? And she's not having it. She's just, no, I'm good. I'm, you know, I am who I am right now. And who I am is messed up. And she's just, she doesn't want to interact. Yeah, that's, uh, that's very interesting to see it play out. Cause you see Joel kind of laying plans for the future and doing stuff like that, telling her he's going to teach her how to play guitar. And she's just a little nonchalant, but her mind is still somewhere else. And even then it starts the episode with her staring off into space. And you can assume as the viewer that she's thinking about what just happened. Um, Allow me to say the title of the last episode. We just reviewed when we are in need, because we said left behind was episode seven. Now we are into look for the light. I think they should call it episode eight. It's okay, baby girl. (laughs) <laughs> that'd have been cool actually yeah yeah, yeah. that would have been a little too on the nose but yeah or, it would have made the fans go crazy yeah or it's okay yeah episode nine that was a it was a good episode man i like um i like the the flashback to ellie's mom oh yeah we didn't even start there yeah that that flashback was amazing it was 
it was like the beginning of the whole story if you think about it yeah and it brings it right up to the end they give the uh, the the origin of ellie the you know and and when i say the origin not left behind but how she is immune she's got it in her it's the sliver so her mom's getting chased down by an infected her mom uh wrestles with one was bit her mom cut the umbilical cord, but she was bit before she cut it. So there was a little bit in her blood that transferred to Ellie, which built up an immunity to her these uh, to the, the the disease, whatever. I say disease, but you know what I mean. The virus that turns them into what they are, and so we get. The backstory that her mom, Ellie's mom, was friends with Marlene and Ashley Johnson, who is Ellie in the game, plays Ellie's mom, which was cool how they did that. They kind of saved the best for last, you know? Yeah. The best cameo for last. She tells Marlene, hey, you got to 86 me, man. Like, got to do it. Marlene says she can't do it. Takes Ellie, right? Hands her to a soldier. Mm-hmm. You know, get the baby out of here. Finally decides, all right, I'm going to do it. I'll take her out. Turns around, pop, pop, and kills her. Crazy dynamic to bring in with Ellie and Marlene with how this is going to play out. Which apparently, um, Ashley Johnson said that that was a scrapped DLC. Uh, actually, it wasn't a DLC. It was like a separate... What was a DLC being made from a separate company that was scrapped for that? It was actually going to be part of the game. Huh. That's good to know. Yeah, that was cool. I love that they brought it up and you get to see this origin that really sets why Ellie is immune. Because you don't get that in the game. You don't no. even get a sliver of that. No, that that must have been a Craig Mazin... Well, no, no, you're right. Or, or excuse me, not a Craig Mazin thing because you just said that was a DLC. That was scrapped. I was going to say, Craig Mason, that was, he was really smart for doing that. No. <laughs> Answers that question. People have been waiting on that question since this game originally came out. Yeah. Why? why the why? It's that simple. And you know what? So that'll probably... Yeah. I like that. I, I like that's what they do. You know, there's yeah, that'll probably... Nothing crazy. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that'll, that'll set up like next season. Now that we, the viewer, know why, mm-hmm. so we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. You know. Yeah, I think I think that's a good, simple explanation. She got a little bit in her. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's good enough. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know, it's with shows like this where they say, "Oh, well, you know, the DNA strand." Oh, like, like, no, like, okay. So just keep it simple, man. We we we're we're here for the ride. Let's go. So they show that. And there, there is a little bit for me of a question going back to left behind. So it's like, at what point did Marlene give Ellie to Fedra? And then at one point when the stuff with Riley happened, did Marlene go, you know, what it's time or did shortly after, Riley died. Did Ellie say, you know what? I don't want to be here anymore. 
let's go see what these Fedra people are about. I can't remember what episode it was in, but she says somewhere that after being bit, she like goes and searches for Marlene because she doesn't want it. She can't go back to the Fedra school because she doesn't know what to do. So she finds Marlene. Hmm. Like after, yeah, I, I can't remember if that was a game or if that was in the show specifically, but I do remember that might have been later in episode nine. But I remember that that's how she ended up with Marlene. Joel asked her that question, I think. Hmm. I don't remember that. Yeah. So many words. So <laughs> they're moving on. Ellie Stone Cold. Stone Cold, not the wrestler. But like a like a glacial glacial wall. She's not having it. And then the beauty. They see This was nice. Giraffes. Yeah, yeah dude. That scene like one to one for the game and it had a nice warm feeling. And I thought the giraffe was fake and CGI at first, but then I saw the behind the scenes. They, they actually made like a whole green screen for the giraffe to hang out with the actors. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. That was cool. That was really cool. And it, it kind of brought some of that innocence back, right? For Ellie. Yeah. You see her face light up when she sees the giraffe. That's yeah. Nice. And now you're like, all right, giraffes. See the town. Welcome to Utah. So yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they go into town. They're close to where the fireflies are. They get rushed by a group of fireflies who knock Joel unconscious because they didn't realize who he was and who she was. He wakes up. Marlene's there. Hey, it's cool. She's in good. She's in good hands. We're getting ready to operate. She's going under the knife, so we can start working on this cure. And then that's when they deliver the news to Mister Joel that they've got to get to the uh, cordyceps, right? Yeah. Which so that uh, it's in the brain. They think she's got cordyceps growing cordyceps. in her brain yeah. that's making the other cordyceps think that she's a cordyceps. That's why she's immune. Yep. And Joel puts that together and he's like, hold on. That means you got to cut her dome open. You got to cut her head open. She's not going to survive that. Yeah, that opens up that whole scene to where I think it could have been played a little bit better or made a little bit better with the whole action thing. Because, yeah, I was expecting some more action with this uh, traumatic thing. Yeah. Because he just goes into a into an automatic pilot kind of thing and starts just murdering people. Yeah, well, they escort him out, you know, because I think it's I think it's funny because... They tried to. Uh, yeah, they tried to. Um, you know, Marlene's like, hey, you got the... You got the... License to kill him if he resists, and she even kind of hints at it because I was thinking, you know, of all people, she probably didn't expect to have to owe him anything. She says as such, which was funny. I was just like, yeah, yeah, for real, this guy. Because when you think about the job they were given, he was the right guy for the job because of his skill set. He was the wrong guy for the job because of his emotional baggage with his daughter. And yeah, and over time, 
she became his surrogate daughter. And so that starts what you were talking about, the rage. He's like, no, I don't care what you have. I don't care that she's the cure. This is a kid. Not letting another kid die on my watch. That's pretty pretty much what he's saying, you know? You're not going to kill my daughter again. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not like laughing, laughing. It's just kind of like, uh, that's that's his mindset. And you're right, man. That action sequence, um, I wish they would have let that breathe. Yeah, you know what it reminds me of? Like YouTube videos on people that do airsoft for fun. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds dumb, but yeah, it just went by kind of like that. Like they were just popping dudes, but you don't really see the uh the effect on the consequence and then yeah, the sounds diminish, but I guess that does happen when you're in a firefight cuz gunshots are loud. So yeah, and I think it has it just strengthens the thing you said about the automatic pilot. He just kind of goes on no sound, no emotion, no time to look at what he's done or worry about or think about any of that. It's just like complete the mission, you know? Yeah. It's like it's almost like he blacked out, right? But he's yeah. not blacked out because he's he's doing the things, you know. Yeah, he's on the killing spree. I, I remember in just a real quick call out. I think the episode where they episode six where they got to Colorado, and I kept mentioning. I thought you had to fight soldiers. This is what I was talking about. I was getting the ending confused. I'm like, I know there were soldiers. There's people he had to fight. And I thought that was there. And then I thought I was I thought I was getting it confused with the division too, because there's a board in that game that's kind of a similar layout that you have to clear. So yeah, man, I just I, I felt like if they could have given you another, I don't know, five, maybe ten minutes. Five, ten minutes might be a long time, but at least another five kind of space out some of the tactics and the things that you do. Cause when you play that level in the game, man, it's hard. Yeah. That's the climax. It's the climax of the game. It's the hardest level of the game. You're not just um, fighting against mindless things that you got to be kind of quiet for and duck. I mean, these are tactical soldiers that like, okay, look, they're going to, the AI is actually working together to kill you. So AI being the video game. Yeah, I was disappointed. But with, I mean, the other changes that they made within the series from the game, it kind of aligns with that. Like, because they, they did, they downplay a lot of the violence from the game. There's not as many zombies, yeah, or clickers. Um, you know, there's not as many encounters with radical people throughout the world. Um, you really only get that in like the the episode uh, when they're in Kansas City, and then mm-hmm. again uh, with the David thing. Yeah, I mean, you have them fighting Fedra at the beginning, trying to sneak out, but they're trying to sneak out, right? So, um, so it goes with that. But I would, oh, man, I would love to see a bloody rampage, man. <laughs> Joel in berserk mode, go. I feel like uh, when it's set up like this, the way it was edited, I think it's just a means to an end, which is the ending. You know, so maybe. If it hung on too much, it wouldn't have given us as much as they gave us for the ending, for the climax, well, you know? You know, and the episode is, what, 45 minutes? Yeah, it's under an hour. It's yeah. short. And it puts yeah, a lot of there. they'd come through with, like, an hour and a half episode for this. Yeah, I mean, they could have, I mean, they could have easily pushed this to 55. 
50, 55 minutes. Let some of that warfare kick in, you know, make it feel huge. But it's just like, all right, yep. Me, like, like you said, a car means to an end. We got to get to him making a decision to off Marlene to protect Ellie. Just think about how hard it was to get to that hospital when you're in that town when you're playing the game. Like just getting there is so hard, and it then is. you get there, and then it's a big old thing. Like, uh, and, and then but. you know, Mar Marlene is saying, you know, you know how hard this is for me. Like, <laughs> it's my best friend's daughter. You know, so you got to kill her niece essentially. Yeah, to, to save the human to kind. save to save a bunch of people she don't even know, the human race. That's that's heavy. That's a hard, that's a hard truth to bear. And also, it's even harder when one person selfishly takes that away mm -hmm. from everyone. You know, so and this that's is a, this is a show that doesn't end on a positive note. It's it's a it's a it's a love story, but yeah, they always say it. They always send the behind the scenes. It's like what you can do badly with love too. <laughs> yeah, it, and so Joel as a character is is loved by all the fans of any Naughty Dog game. But yeah, he's a character who does not, who doesn't escape his complications. He he definitely has his own. Um, he's got his own agenda. He's yes. got his own kind of baggage. He's a complicated character. He's not a hero. Like even though we all love him and stuff, we all played hours and hours behind the wheel of Joel. Uh, it still comes down to that decision. It's a moral decision that he makes that just isn't right. Yeah, but he makes it for himself. And and you as the viewer, as the player, have to just settle with that. And that's something that a video game didn't do previously. Like from going back to when the game was originally made and when the story originally came out, that's why it, it like set the world on fire because it just didn't happen that way for games. You were always the hero. You always got out. You always saved the person that you loved and <clears throat> you went away in a jet ski to the sunset. Like, I don't know. It's, there it was, was no different like back then. Yeah, morally encompassed decision when you do that because I mean that's what Joel does, right? He saves the person he loves, but like at yeah. what cost? It's like two equally justified principles that he has, but yeah. in the grand scheme of things, one of them is so wrong. But in the moment when you're a person like that, it's like this is my daughter, basically, is what yeah. it kind of turns into. He's um, fell in love. Know, like I'm saving, I'm, I'm saving this little girl that I love. Screw the world. Like, do you blame him for that? Because he's not the hero for that. He, he fell in love with the <laughs> cargo. <laughs> yeah, he redeems nobody except himself yeah. in that moment. And even then, he's still kind of lying to himself about it. Like, And he has that thing, too, where he's driving away from the whole situation. It's not a clean break because he still has a flashback of just straight up shooting Marlene at the end, just saying, no, you're going you're gonna to follow me if I let you live. And then, you know, Ellie wakes up in a hospital gown. She's wondering what's going on. And she asks what happened. And he has to make that choice in that moment to uh, to lie. And he tells her everything. I do think we skipped over one of probably, these are probably the last two parts, but another great shot shot remake of the game is when he busts into the operating room. Oh, yeah. He, he pops a doctor. Yeah, yeah. And he pops a doctor and you unhook her, bend her up. He, he he lets the nurses live. I think he or does kill them too. Yeah, he okay. does. Maybe I, I just killed him in the game. <laughs> yeah, I did. I killed everybody. <laughs> I don't remember yeah. what I did when I played it. 
<laughs> everybody's dying. Um, but no I, I just love that, yeah, man. I love that shot for shot remake again. That's just I want to try to play that last kid. scene again because apparently in the game you could play that entire battle without killing anybody. You can just run through it. That's got to be hard. Yeah, that's got to be hard. <laughs> With the way it sets up everything else in this uh, in this universe, it's a trip that you can actually do that. Yeah, yeah. But, but it, going back to your yeah, what were you saying? Going back to the the car seat or the car seat, the car scene. Carson goes over the car seat. <laughs> right, no, um, <laughs> yeah, dude, he just lies to her, man. And that's just out. like the whole callback to to being a parent. Like sometimes you gotta lie to protect your kids, and in that moment, he lies to protect what happened and uh it doesn't settle well with the drugged up ellie in the back like she just turns around goes back to sleep and and we get a time jump after that yeah 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 and then yeah, she the car asked. breaks down yeah 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 the car breaks down they're hiking into jackson and then she finally confronts him and goes like what happened back there mm-hmm. and he yeah. looks her dead in the eyes and he just lies to her one more time and there are others like i don't know if she says in the game tell me promise me Everything that you said that happened with the fireflies is true. Yeah. And and he just lies. And I don't even know if she believes it at that point, yeah. but she makes a decision. Yeah. She makes that choice to believe, to keep it going. And that's the heartbreaking part. And that's the ending. That's the part that it, it pulls you out of the story by force. And then you have to reconcile with the, what, what happened. Yeah. You have to actually understand the, or think about the decision that was just made. The gravity of that decision. Is that how the radio game ended too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just yep. with her nodding. Yeah. She just says, yes. Okay. And then they okay. just walk and, and they the keep walking cuts. and that's it. Yeah. I see, What's crazy is that there was what? Eight years between games. It was it yeah, 13, about seven. 13, 12, 13. What year did that game come out? It was a seven year gap. It was from 2013 into 2020. So think about that. We didn't know if another one was going to come out. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't. You know? Yeah, Naughty Dog cooks their games forever. So it was a miracle that they put out so many Uncharted games and, and all that. And then they gave us that. And they went I back to Uncharted for Uncharted. a while. Yeah, yeah, that game's good. Was was Neil Druckmann a part of Uncharted as well? That was his baby. And then that's how he kind of got into that co-president spot that he's at right now. Hmm. Yeah, so that was his rise to uh, to power for Naughty Dog. But those are great cinematic stories, and I think it set the stage for what they wanted to accomplish with this story. I'm, I'm pretty sure this is a story he had developed a long time ago. Mm. Had a lot of time to think about it, you know? Wow. But yeah, it just ends like that, and then it's uh, it's followed by that great soundtrack once again, and you just sit there, let the credits roll, and you see all the people that worked hard for the show, and it's one of the it's one of the one things that came out this year that I really enjoyed and I appreciated because I love that feeling of having to wait in linear time for a new episode on Sundays. Like HBO still has that magic. They still yeah. do that thing where it keeps you like committed to to making plans. I love that stuff. I hate I'm it. normally like the it. opposite. I'm like, <laughs> screw this. I'll just watch it in four months. I'll let it all come out and I'll watch it in four months and binge it. Um but this was good and I, I watched the first episode. And I was like, yeah, if I if it's okay, I'll just wait for it all to come out. But I was like, oh no, dude, we gotta wait. Next episode. Next episode. Yeah. For me, it just it just feels like I'm a part of something. 
like a part of a of a group of people that are all reacting to it at once. Like I like that feeling. It was it's fun to watch it with you guys, feeling. but I feel like we could have done the same thing if they released it all at once, like Netflix. We could have been like, okay, let's watch one and two, then we'll review that. Let's watch three and four, and do it at our own pace. I just I feel like old media is trying to say, hey, we have slots to fill. We got all this stuff. We need to slowly put it out. So we're going to make you wait. And it's like, to me, Netflix and Amazon, what they used to do (laughs) is they used to put it all at once. Now Amazon's even doing stuff week to week. And it's like, come on. Yeah, the boys last season was weekly. Yeah, same with Bosch. And I'm like, come on, man, we're past this. Like, I'm, I'm responsible enough. It, it's not your fault that people can't control themselves and binge watch, you know, 24 episodes in 24 minutes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you got to have self-control. But no, the experience of watching it with you guys has has been fun. And um, I, I would say I'll give my, my rating first. Uh, I'd probably give it like a solid 7.5. Sorry, seven point seven five to eight. Um, I liked it quite a bit. I didn't love it. To me, there are some creative choices that I just didn't like. Uh, namely, hate to sound like a like a Neanderthal. I wish there was a little bit more action, suspense, horror. Some of the things that made the game the game. I wish they would have found a better way to translate that to TV. Um, <sighs> I just wanted a little bit more. I, I still say this is the best video game adaption I've seen probably, if not ever, in a very long time. And I'm, I have high hopes for season two. I'm going to watch season two. I'm going to play the second game because I haven't played it. Um, I kind of fell off the zombie thing. I was like, I, I just don't care about zombies, man, anymore. And I still don't, but I do want to see where this goes. So, I'll give them kudos for at least getting me back into this property. I'll go ahead and jump in with my assessment. I'm going to give it a solid eight. It was good. Kind of short, kind of a short season, nine episodes. I'm kind of used to 10, Um, but the pacing was good. There wasn't, there wasn't that much left on the cutting room floor, but yeah, there was elements of the game that got taken out. I didn't see a single Molotov. I didn't see anybody listen intently for zombies. Like I was holding, I was holding L one forever in that game, <laughs> like just listening. Bow and arrow, and just like oh, yeah, yeah. Silent kills, bow and arrow. There was just some stuff in the game, I guess, that's mechanical, that's iconic. But that's because as a player, you get to experience those things, and then maybe that doesn't translate well to a show. But they could have probably given somebody a bow and arrow, but it's all right. But overall. It was a solid eight for me. I can't wait for the next season. I'm in the middle of playing part two, and it's this whole thing on its own too. And I'm really excited to see what the what the general populace is going to react to with this next season because it's, whew. Yeah, yeah, if they haven't played the game, they're in for a surprise. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, everybody, everybody's in for a surprise. For me, I, I'm gonna bump it up a little bit. I give it a solid nine out of ten um, for a couple of reasons. The biggest reason being as a video game adaption to a TV show. I don't think it's ever been done better. Um, I, I don't really think I can name a, such a high profile video game. Resident to Evil, be dude. A, I'm playing. I'm playing. 
<laughs> I'm kidding. Sorry. Those movies are terrible. <laughs> Sorry, man. <You're> <laughs> I'm derail I you. love those games. <laughs> hey, man, I love I love the Resident Evil games. We can talk about those next. Uh, <laughs> but um, just solid, solid video game adaption, man. And I actually, the creative choices that were made for the adaption piece, there's like, couple of areas where I really wanted a lot more action, especially at the end there. But I mean, it's not a video game. It's a TV show. Um, so and you, if you get to the real gut of what The Last of Us is, it's a great story with a great action and horror and suspense. And they laid that story out beautifully, I think. Um, so as a person who enjoyed the game, I probably give the game a 10 out of 10. And then this and nine out of 10, as far as, you know, a great adaption of that, I'd watch it again. I'm probably going to watch it again when we get towards the end of the year. Hmm. Um, it's just, I'm, I'm replaying the first video game too. Uh, I got the the remaster, so I'm going to play that Then I'll probably watch it again. Then I'll play the second one. Um, and I played and beat that. I'll play that again. So I enjoyed it. Can't wait. Can't wait for what else they got coming up, man. Stay tuned. Really raises the bar. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. We got to come up with another show to watch, but I guess that'll be for another time. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to figure that out. Um, this gives me hope and fear for Horizon. Yeah, because and they're gonna make a yeah. Go for it, Horizon. No, I was gonna say and Ghost of Tsushima. Oh my bad, and God of War. Oh man, they are doing that too. And are they doing Fallout, Fallout too? too? Yeah, Amazon got I've that. I've never yeah. played Fallout. Uh, I don't know how they're going to make a show out of that, but I never played there's Ghost a lot of stories Tushima in that too. world. Mm. Oh, Ghost of Tsushima is beautiful, bro. You never play that game? Get it. Um, you should definitely give that a play. That's a beautiful game to play. Beautiful to look at. Beautiful to play. Mm. Great, authentic story. Um, Single or multiplayer. Like samurais and ninjas. Go for it. Really kind of, it's like the birth of a ninja, the birth of the ninjas. Like kind of think of it like that. Like it's beautiful. It's a fun game, man. Mm. Lots of fun. I'll check that. Brutal. Brutal. Don't play it around your kids unless you want them seeing people get beheaded on TV. Um, oh, snap. Yeah, you're, yeah, it's, yeah, you're, you're slicing people up, bro. It's nasty. It's fun. <laughs> it's so much fun. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Yeah. I, I hope, uh, I really hope that they do a great job with Horizon, man. Um, that's I just I don't know if Netflix is the company for that one. If it wasn't, if it was Amazon or Apple, I'd, Apple especially, I'd feel a lot better. I, I'm really surprised Apple didn't snatch that one. I feel like they have the budget to make it what it needs to be. Second would have been HBO. But even HBO is trying to cut corners financially since they merged with, uh, well, not HBO, Warner merged with Discovery. So we'll see. Many last thoughts on The Last of Us? Just watch out for the hammer. <laughs> the Texas hammer? No, nah, it's like. <laughs> I'm Jim Adler. <laughs> Just. Uh, I don't know. It was great. I love that stuff like this is taking it onto different mediums. Mm -hmm. I want to see more things get adapted into different kind of formats. Like it's a great time for media in this world. Like we can express ourselves in a bunch of different ways and listen to it or watch it or play it. Like that's good, man. 
there's going to be a lot of 80 year old people that can't play a game and watch the show and like it and think it's very fine. And, uh, that's a good thing. The stories like this should be told because it's better than just the normal stuff you see on TV. I'm with that. I'm with that. I like that. All right. Well, then let's close this thing out. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for your support. Let us know what you thought about our reviews for this show. Um, Sorry it took so long to get this one out to y'all. As mentioned earlier, we had to re-record this bad boy. So, (laughs) but you know what? The show was so good and so fresh in our minds. We were able to kind of just basically do it all over again. And um, I'm looking forward to the next season. I really, really hope um, they up the ante. And I can't wait to compare this to the game. So with that, I'll say peace.